This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, Steve, welcome back. Uh, here's, a, here's a question for you, a big one, actually. Is this drought causing some areas to scramble for better emergency plans in order to keep the taps open? Ah, the answer to that is yes. I mean, look at Marin County. The Marin Municipal Water District is already looking at the possibility of running out of water next summer, 2022. And uh, that could happen if this coming winter is another dry one. They're really concerned about this. Right now, we are experiencing the second driest year on record. Okay, so we are all living... Uh, in, a, in a very special time, at a spe- very special time. They are looking at two emergency projects right now. One is a temporary desal plant, and the other, the second uh, project, is a pipeline that would go across the San Francisco Bay. They, uh, in the past, they, they explored the idea of a desal plant. This happened in the 90s and then went on into the 2000s, but then they ended up shelving the idea in 2010. Had they done it, they could already be satisfying 60% of their water demand. And uh, the reason why they didn't was it cost a lot of money to, to put a desal plant together. And it has environmental concerns. We all know that. Our, our listeners recognize that. We've talked about that before. And then there are many people that felt that, that by putting a desal plant in, it would end up encouraging more development. And they feel that many feel that Marin County has already developed a lot. Today, they're serving, the, the municipality is serving about 191,000 people. So that's a fair amount of people. And, and then, you know, of course, they're looking at running out of water, possibly, potentially, in August of 2022. That's a, that's a scary thing. So believe it or not, the district is considering leasing, believe it or not, leasing one or more prepackaged desal plants. I guess they come that way. And uh, that would deal with uh, this year's drought. And it makes a lot of money sense. It's far less expensive to do it that way. Uh, Until that happens or in addition to that happening, they're looking at a pipeline that would cross the San Francisco Bay. I'm assuming that that would be going across the Golden Gate Bridge. And that would facilitate tie-ins with other municipalities that exist south of Marin County. You know, everybody helps each other. That's how we deal with these kinds of things. Well, Steve, uh, uh, it seems like in times like this, we need to innovate and expand our choices. But does that mean we'll be taking chances? Uh, Of course, we take chances. We always take chances. Uh, There's always uncertainty as well as certainty. Uh, Here's an example. A water treatment plant in Orange County, they took a chance recently. And they did something pretty great. So it had a very positive outcome. Have you heard of that emerging contaminant? It's called PFASs, PFOSs. It's used in firefighting retardants. It's also a, a, a water-resistant sealant on a lot of food packaging. It's, it's all over the map, and it's, it's uh, not considered very healthy. Its technical name is perfluorooctanoic acid or perfluorooctane sulfonate. Okay, it's PFAS, PFOS. Those are the names that you commonly hear. Well, the city of Fullerton has built the first wellhead filtration treatment plant. It's right at the wellhead, and it removes those two chemical groups from their local wells. And that is a big deal because these wells, once they identify PFASs and PFOSs in them, they take them offline. They can't use them anymore. And one of the great benefits is that they now can keep them online. 
once it, you know the water's being treated. And that, that really increases their use of local groundwater, which is ideal, and removes their dependency on imported waters like water coming from the California Delta. So this is a very big success. But, you know, they took chances. They, it may not have worked, uh, but it, it, it did work. And so there are 25 more of these PFAS treatment facilities that are being designed right now and, and even constructed. And, and this is being done by the Orange County Water District. They're a very innovative group. I've met them and, and uh, spoken with them many times. And they're looking at these 25 uh, uh, projects as being completed within the next couple of years. So lots of success going on there. So if it's uh, indeed going to take both new and existing infrastructure uh, uh, plans to handle these drought water issues. It seems like it from what you're saying. I've heard the Department of Water Resources is taking actions in the Delta. Yeah, they are. They are. Department of Water Resources is constructing a salinity barrier at a river that's called the False River. And it's the reason why is to address salinity intrusion issues into the Delta. You know, we're concerned when we don't have enough fresh water pushing out to the ocean against the salt water. So that wedge of connection, that buffer uh, ends up moving inland if we don't have enough fresh water pushing against the seawater. And so they will be creating this salinity barrier uh, through the use of this special infrastructure that's a temporary infrastructure. The governor, uh, Governor Newsom, issued a drought emergency on April 21st. Then he broadened that emergency proclamation to a proclamation on May 10th. And now, of course, we're focused on conserving upstream storage, and that's where this really kicks in. The drought barrier is really essentially uh, made up of rocks that are laid across the water, shore to shore, 800 feet wide, 120 feet uh uh, uh, broad uh, at the base of this pile of rock and down to about 30 feet. So it's a lot of a lot of material, and that'll be there on a temporary basis. I believe, I've seen it already, they have this rock already stored on barges in various parts of the delta, and then they just go get it, and then they, they place it when they need to. This is a really important emergency measure for agriculture because imagine— if you have saltwater intrusion pushing in past where it used to be fresh water, now you add salts to your soils or you add salts to the water that's being irrigate, you know, irrigating those soils, and you can't, you can't grow crops with, with salt, with high levels of salts. It can't be done. And so this is protecting agriculture, and this is also protecting uh, various municipalities that need fresh water to, to uh, feed their municipal people across the state. So... Delta water is used in a larger part of California. We need to be careful about that. That's why this is a very good uh, project that's being implemented right now, the salinity barrier. Well, let's bring it all back home, Steve. How, okay. how are we handling our water situation here in the foothills? We're, we're handling it. It has become more serious, everybody. NID has mandated its customers to reduce water use by 20%. So remember that. And this, you know, just because you're on a groundwater well doesn't mean that you can blow that off. Try to conserve water as well, 20% 20 at least, uh, if you're using a groundwater well. Uh, what they're suggesting is, what, what NID is suggesting is that uh, every three days you can, you can go ahead and water outside every three days a week, no more than three days a week. And then within that, there's a caveat in that, no watering between 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., too much evaporation, all right? And, and, no, and, and just water enough 
So you don't want any runoff from that watering that you do. And for goodness sakes, don't wash your driveway, your sidewalk, your balcony, things like that. And if you do decide to wash your car, which is probably a good idea, I probably should do mine, make sure that the hose has a shutoff valve so you're not wasting that water. And thus there are some people that have fountains, decorative features like that. If it's a circulating water, if that's how it works, that's, that's cool. That's fine. If it's not, then it's best just to turn it off. So the time right now is to be very frugal with our water use. And the restrictions could get more severe if the situation gets worse. That's true. Well, we'll deal with that when the time comes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Steve. You're welcome. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water source <clears throat> that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with our water guy on KVMR, Steve Baker. Email him with your questions at stevebaker at operationunite.co.